Hi, this is Nicholas Tutora, and welcome to another episode of Tutora Time. On our show, we discuss the political issues of the day and how they are affecting our nation, our society, and the world. Thanks for joining us. Hi, this is Nicholas Tutora, and welcome to another episode of Tutora Time. Today is January 8th, 2021, and uh, we're just uh, two days into totalitarian fascist America, and right off the bat, they are clamping down on freedom, ready to charge everybody with sedition, ready to lock everybody up. Uh, I just saw an interesting story that uh, communist China is using the storming of the capital to align themselves with the political left in America. They basically both have the same party line and China is pointing out how, you know, in America we praised the rioting in Hong Kong and the demonstrations for freedom in Hong Kong and they're saying, see, somebody stormed your capital that's just like what happens here in China, in Hong Kong. And see, you have to crack down. You see, you got to crack down on freedom. You can't allow people to do those things. People just have to lay down and obey and allow their freedom to be stolen for them from them. So communist China and the Democrats and many Republicans even, because they're getting paid for by communist China, they all seem to agree uh, on the horrible, horrible incidences that uh, Trump supporters commit. And uh, I don't know, I'd be very scared if I was on the left and my backing position was the Communist Party of China. There was also a terrible story uh, that I saw how Communist China is celebrating the advancement of the Uyghurs that they have in concentration camps in China, how they've reintegrated these people and how the women are no longer uh, baby making machines. I guess that means China's probably sterilized them. And, you know, they're not just there for men to use and all this kind of stuff. They're taking all the words of social justice, justice and just twisting it. Well, actually, it's all twisted to start with, but they're taking the words and they're making them apply to their philosophy. So, then this is just day two of communist America, folks. Um, but what they really are, I mean, they really are fascists. Uh, this is basically what Hitler did. He came to power, then he started outlawing other parties. He burned the Reichstag. Reichstag. So, that's probably on the playbook, too. We'll probably wake up one day and see that democratic forms of government have been burnt to the ground, you know, accidentally, who knows how it happened. Same way Hitler said in Germany, who knows how this could happen. Of course, they'll blame Trump supporters and then go persecute them all. Folks, it's getting very real. I wish it wasn't. Uh, I wish I could pretend that it wasn't, but it is. Myself, Trump supporters, people online, we're being threatened nonstop. Um, in the last 48 hours. It's really intense. The Arizona Republic or ABC 15 in Arizona, you know, they're condemning Paul Gosar and Andy Biggs saying that standing up for what they did to, to um, 
oppose the electoral electoral vote and stand up against election fraud. They are saying that it's sedition, sedition. So to oppose to election fraud makes you seditious. And the penalty for sedition, as we know, is death. So the local news outlets in Phoenix, Arizona, are calling for the death of Paul Gosar and Andy Biggs. They're, that's what's sedition. That's the penalty for sedition. Uh, they're saying Trump supporters are guilty of sedition. They are saying, basically, even if you forward the narrative that the election was stolen or the election was rigged, that you are committing sedition. So you're not allowed to have an opinion anymore. You know, it doesn't matter if you thought something or said something and have no army, no ability to carry it out. You're just not even allowed to say something anymore. And remember, folks, it's only day two of fascist America. Only day two. Yesterday, they also uh, tried to put in play moves to make uh, D.C., Puerto Rico, and I, I don't know the, the, what the other territory was, but to make them states, which gives them six Democrat senators. They're going to stack the Supreme Court with corrupt politicians posing as judges or corrupt judges, posing as judges, posing as real justices. And you'll never get a fair hearing. You'll They'll just do what they want. Now they'll say... The Second Amendment no longer means the individual has a right to bear arms. It means the people, which means the state. It's a nebulous term. And before, you'd be able to fight this and go before the Supreme Court, and that would probably get tossed out. But now that it'll be a stacked Supreme Court, they'll say, indeed, there is no individual right to bear arms. There's no individual right to free speech. They're just going to rewrite the book however they want to rewrite it. And as we learned, we now know that any pushback against them trying to do this to us is going to be considered an insurrection. It's going to be considered um, going against the government of the United States. So the law has been perverted. I hate to break it to you people, but what happened once that electoral college and with this false election, what happened on January 6th, I'm sorry to say it, but the more I look at it, it really is the death of America. We actually did become Venezuela the other day. You can't object anymore. This is only day two, people. It's only day two. wonder what it's going to look like at month two or year two. Yesterday, Kamala Harris, the disgusting, immoral liar that she is, and that'll earn me some time, I guess, in a camp somewhere. The disgusting moral liar that she, immoral liar that she is, was on TV talking about how there's two justice systems in America, one if you're white and one if you're black. I do find it humorous to see a black woman telling us how black, blacks and females can't get ahead in the country. She's about to be president of the United States. Joe Biden will only occupy that seat for a couple of months at most before they move him right out of there because they're dishonest, devious, disgusting people. And that's been their plan all along. But she was talking about how there's two systems of justice, one for white people and one for black people, and they want to make the system of justice more equitable. 
So what that means is finding more white people guilty. It doesn't mean, it could mean uncriminalizing or letting uh, people who are black and criminals out of prison. But what it really means is making criminals out of decent people who are obeying the law. You could do that by criminalizing breathing. So if you're not wearing your mask, you'll be charged with a crime. And now we have to have an equal and fair justice system because just as many whites have to be put in jail as just as many blacks. And if people won't break the law, we'll make laws to make sure that they break them. We'll make breathing illegal, illegal, but breathing without a mask illegal, and then everybody will have to break the law. Or we'll make opening your own small business that you worked your whole life to get, we'll make that illegal. And then we'll call that breaking the law. And then we'll have more good, hardworking business owners convicted. And then that will be balancing out the vast, unjust justice system that we have. This is what it's about, people. This is what it's about. The other thing that they're doing, which is hideous, is they're turning neighbor against neighbor. You know, the Holocaust could not have happened without prison guards, without people willing to follow the orders. The hate and the vile and the bile and the revulsion that comes out of the left towards Trump supporters is so disgusting. They hate us. They'd be happy to see us die. They'd be happy to join in. They, they're going to cheer it on. I just saw a post on, on my Twitter feed, on my Facebook page. Somebody is uh, promoting that Trump shouldn't have Secret Service protection when he's done being president. So that's basically calling for the assassination of Donald Trump. These are sick and dangerous and demented people. And now they are in control because fools like Mike Pence stood there and rigorously interpreted the Constitution that the Democrats are about to tear up and burn. So... You know, he gets an apple from the teacher, I guess, for strict interpretation, but he's going to let the entire republic go down the toilet and be destroyed as a result. I never thought I would live to see this. I never thought I would feel these feelings, and you probably feel them too. The feeling in the pit of your stomach that something dramatically wrong has just happened. And there's probably no way back. All of the fraud, all of the lies, they'll start charging people as racist. Watch. They will say they passed the law. The New York State was trying to pass a law that says uh, the governor, not, not, not the police force, uh, not being found guilty in a, ch in a court, but the governor can now detain people uh, based on if they're a health crisis. And, you know, they use COVID as the obvious one. But they've also said that racism, systemic racism, is a national health crisis. So let's see. We can detain people for racism, for uh, a health crisis, and we could say racism is a health crisis, and then we can detain you. Folks, racism isn't a scientific theory. Racism is... An opinion to be quite honest there are things that are racist but nobody knows what's in somebody's heart and the other thing that I find so ridiculous look I'm, I'm Italian by descent 
So if somebody says really disgusting, horrible things against Italians and uses racial slurs against them and whatever it may be, does that really affect my life? Does it matter to me that everybody in the world might not like Italian people? I mean, does it matter? By the way, they're the last group you can stereotype. Um, but it doesn't affect my life. You know, it does. So racism is like this boogeyman that's out there that they're going to now make official laws about racism and then they're going to start arresting people for racism. They're going to decide who's racist and who's not and it's going to be a legal term and they're going to arrest you for it. I don't know if they'll give you time, re-education. You could be sure they're going to take all your personal property away from you. Maybe they'll give it to a person of color, uh, which I love that term. I really hate that term, actually. It shows you how psychotic people are. All people have color. I don't see any transparent people around. White people have color. Even John McCain had color. Um, you know, he's about as white as they get, but I couldn't see through him. I could see through him in terms of his philosophy, but I couldn't physically see through him. Everybody has color, you know, and also think of how ridiculous the human mind is. You know, the, the phrase colored people, which is offensive from its history, um, but it's the same thing as people of color. Colored people and people of color is the same exact thing. So in one case, it's a horrible racial slur. And in the other case, it's like the title of respect that non-white people want. It's ridiculous. The whole thing is out of control. And I also saw today that uh, China you know, also offered, I saw this on Twitter, so we can't know the complete authenticity of it, but they said there was a report that China offered 250,000 peacekeeping troops to uh, to United States to help with the peaceful transition to the next administration. So whether that's 100% true or not, it doesn't really matter because the philosophy behind it is true. China has looked for all our faults all our glitches, every place they could cause divide. You're not going to cause racial division in China. You're not going to split everybody against each other in China based on diversity and gender studies and systemic racism. That's never going to happen. So they're going to do it to us to destroy our society from within. And then when we're at the collapse point, they're just going to move right in. And many people will welcome it because at least there'll be some order. Um, you know, is fundamentalist Islam, one of them is going to try to race the other to get in their foot in the door first. So we'll see what's going to happen, folks. But we're living in a new world. All I can say is keep freedom alive in your heart. Keep freedom alive in your words. Do not give in to the fight. Every single person who you know who's on the left, talk to them. Try to make them understand what they're giving up. Make them realize that they're aligning themselves with fascism, communism, totalitarianism, and make them realize that once America dies, it's going to die forever. It's on life support. I mean, if we're not dead yet, we're almost there. I don't see who's going to protect the Constitution anymore. The Democrats have the votes. The Democrats have the power. Mark Rubio could stamp his feet as much as he wants in the United States Senate. Uh... Ben Sass could claim piety as much as he wants, but 
it's not going to stop one damn thing. They're going to go ahead and do exactly what they want unless the people make the situation untenable. People need to have passive, not passive, but non-violent resistance along the lines that Mahatma Gandhi taught. We have to refuse to cooperate. We have to refuse to cooperate with laws that lead to our own destruction. While we're busy marching on certain things, we should be marching on Twitter and Facebook and the news media. We should be taking the fight to them. We should be protesting at those locations all the time. Starting now, we have to get this organized and make this happen. Anyway, folks, stay strong. Keep freedom alive in your heart, in your soul, and teach it to your children. Don't let the children slip away. Teach it to them. They're battling. Like they said, they're in a battle for the soul of the nation. That's what the left says. It always makes my skin crawl when they say it because they're in a demonic battle for the soul of the nation. They want the soul of the nation and they want to pervert it. Good citizens, God-fearing people, people who believe the individual has self-worth and dignity, those are the only ones left. We're the only ones left to stand up to it. So stand up, people. Make your voices heard. I'll talk to you again on another episode of Tutorial Time. Thank you.